What's up and welcome to With Their Forces Combined, a D&D variant podcast where we explore the quaint town of Cattle Creek. You're listening to With Their Forces Combined. Combined. With Andrew Kerkitsanis as your DM. With Corey Gray as Wayne Lefty Poncho. Alex Kerkitsanis as Ernie Debruchet. And Tom Raddow as Monty McFuzz. Last week, our getting better detectors broke into someone's cozy home, stole their book, special mirror, and files, and they all made out like bandits. Interesting how perspective can alter the ongoings of a story. But I digress to impress you with this mess, unless you're in the rest. But I suggest we get back to this game of chess. Okay, so you guys were following this spiritual duo out into the underground pathway that lays before you. Ernie, how are you approaching this? Are you like constantly looking at them? Have you guys stopped? Yeah, I think once Ernie gets to the bottom of the stairs and sees that there's only one path forward, then he would probably put the mirror down and check in with the fellas. Now, when you say put the mirror down, (laughs) I don't mean actually put it down. I mean, lower it to a lower position than watching it constantly. Okay. So you're throwing it into the river. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, do you say anything or do you just lower the mirror? Well, I have seen two spirits inside this mirror that seem to indicate we are going in a direction to find something. Have either of you guys found anything? Well, I've just been following you. Nah, friend. I may have seen things in the mirror, though, but like I said, one shouldn't go meddling with the dead. It only leads to pain. All right. And then Ernie, like, brings up the mirror and starts following them again. Okay. So this is super awkward, like I was suggesting last week, where if you're keeping an eye on them, you'd have to be essentially walking backwards. I think that if there's only one path forward, then Ernie would be checking in with the mirror, I guess, like every 60 feet. Okay. Yes, it is. There is one path forward, and you see down the tunnel is this reddish glow, but you do see that around you, the light is getting dimmer, presumably because the sun is setting. But a little bit in front of you, you see this faint glow of sunlight down this pathway. How, sorry, how how wide is this pathway, by the way? Around 10 feet, I'd say. Okay. So wide enough that it's, it's a pretty significant path, but... Mm-hmm. So yeah, as we're walking, Monty at one point would start walking a little bit closer to Lefty, kind of to the point where he's almost side by side for a moment. And then he would just say like, not a whisper, but like the kind of thing where he does like leans towards your ear and like, why? Like intimately. Yeah, it's a little bit intimate. You could argue (laughs) for sure. Yeah. And he kind of says uh, like under his breath, almost like, I don't know how you do things on extraterrestrial friend, but I was always told, you know, if you follow dead men, the only place you'll end up is a grave. Are you guys having sex back there? (laughs) Just words, friend. Just words. And sometimes that's all it takes. (laughs) (laughs) And then Monty kind of like lets himself fall to the rear again after that. 
Sorry, I meant to ask you this last episode, Andrew, but would I know Tony's squawk to mean like an affirmative yes? Like when I said break the mirror and he squawked. No, I don't think you communicate with him in anything other than you can think to instruct him to do things. Sure. But he's never communicated back to you, if that makes sense, except for in doing what you've asked of him. Okay, I understand. So at this point, you can't decipher that. But as your bond strengthens metagaming, when you reach level seven, <laughs> sure, you are yeah, able. Yeah. Yeah, or if you a... fucked the hawk, as we established. That's, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> if you had canonically fucked the hawk, then. Uh... <laughs> Why did I bring that up again? I, I, felt, I felt compelled, but I already regret it. <laughs> you, you should have. Yeah. And you should regret it. Yes. Both, both are true. So as you guys continue down this pathway, you realize where this sun was coming out. It's now a bit of moonlight, you see, but it's not too strong at this point. You see another one of these... Uh, I'm calling them landings, but it's not really a landing. It's more of just like a balcony, I guess, along this pathway that again opens up towards the river just a little further along, probably another 500 feet or so, something like that. Sorry, question. Cause, so is it a lot of the path is closed off and then there'll be openings again? Or is it that these go further out up, over the river? Of those two. Not over the river, but they do go further out. So does that mean the entire path we can still see the river though? Is that correct? No, this essentially you're walking through a tunnel and then at certain points, there are other tunnels that lead you toward the river. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 You guys are noticing, especially Ernie, uh, you're noticing that you're going up on a bit of an incline, presumably to follow the uh, topography. And Ernie, you get flashbacks to when you asked, I can't remember who you asked, whether or not this tunnel could possibly connect up to the mountain. You think that this is as close uh, as you're going to get, um, and, and you think that maybe that's what this path does. And it's at this this kind of lookout point that you, you, kind of, you put that together. It appears as though this path would continue along towards the mountain. Now, uh, I know we debated the resting on top of that hillock, but... Uh, I do think if we we are to continue, this might be a good place to lay down for the night. Right here? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe, but sort of seems like it might be a good idea to double back to where we watch the sunset. And maybe, I think Lefty was suggesting we could put our camp right on top of the hatch so we wouldn't get ambushed. I don't know. I got a bad feeling about this cave. Uh, I would tend to agree with you. Uh, Lefty, how do you feel? Well, I mean, that outlook did seem like a decent spot to lay down. And, and like, how long of a walk would that be? Probably not, like, very long, right? Yeah, no, not very long. Probably take you ten minutes or something like that. Oh, he, then Monty's okay, even, like, yeah, he's maybe a bit more confident even when he said that. If that's Yeah, he said it with a mm. bit more confidence. With, with a bit of haste, so, I, I mean, like, more relaxed, probably 20 minutes, half an hour, something like that. I mean, if you boys think we should press on, I'll press on, but I really do think maybe we tackle this in the morning. Uh, I mean, I'm a little bit banged up from that gunfight earlier. Could use a bit of a rest. Yes, I, I would tend to agree with you. Uh, all right, that, uh, that seems sensible. And as Ernie turns back, I think he takes a minute to take in the expressions of the two people plus Tony in the mirror. Tony is just kind of chilling on your shoulder. 
the two people in the mirror are shaking their heads and waving you on the other way. Fuck, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think, I don't think Ernie would say anything. If you're, how long do you look at the mirror, though? I, I would say for 30 seconds at least. Yeah, after about like 10 to 15, Monty says, uh, maybe I should carry that mirror for a minute, friend. Oh. I might even make an intimidate roll. He might, like, he's, he might even glare at you a little bit with that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Just for, just for flavor, I'll do that. Oh, nice. That's a 15, I think. Or that's a, sorry, 16, I think. Yeah, 16. I think without even rolling, I think if Ernie like recognizes that Monty is putting on that face, that it's not for nothing. So Ernie would hand over the mirror and continue walking. And Monty, without looking at it, immediately puts it in his backpack. Okay. And then slightly loosens his backpack straps. Okay. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah, uh, you've been acting a little weird, Monty. Do you, do you know those fellas in the mirror? Well, I knew many fellas and may have seen a couple in the mirror, but like I said, friend, follow dead men. Often you're walking into a grave. And you guys continue back eastward along the path. You get to the staircase, you ascend the stairs, and you get again into this cozy room where there is the unlit fireplace uh, beside the guitar and the couches and the bookshelf on the opposite side of the room is this desk uh, and the chair behind that and you guys i assume walk through the room i might comment though that like i mean we could stay here but i reckon that don't seem like a great idea to me feels uh, a bit dangerous and rude if nothing else uh, i think ernie's like oh, i'm so sorry i think ernie's like good point <laughs> and then snags the guitar as we walk out. <laughs> I, I don't say anything to that, though. Which is, like, definitely more yeah, rude yeah. than staying in No, there, no, but, but like, mean, the rude, there's a reason rude came second. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't say anything about that. I thought you were going to say, good point, as he ties those boots back on, as he already took yeah. them off. <laughs> 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 I, I went for the opposite effect, as he's taking his boots off. He, like, wants to be rude. I don't know. <laughs> he's just taking a shit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the, in the secret drawer, so they'll find it late. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. Where's my mirror? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you guys walk through this doorway you close the door and ascend the stairs to this hatch uh, and again find this nice grassy meadow that you guys are sitting in that overlooks the city it being a little later now the moon not quite out but poking its head out and illuminating the city quite beautifully well that is quite some view I mean, we all got to get some rest, but uh, I reckon I'm happy to take first watch if you boys want to get to lying down. Yes, I can uh, take over for you when you feel too tired. Simply tap me on the shoulder. Monty nods, but says nothing. And you guys hear this low rumbling of thunder in the background to the west. Mm, I hope there don't come a storm. That wouldn't be ideal. Yeah, I'm not sure a storm is what we should be afraid of. Hmm. Well, fair enough, friend. I reckon you might be right. So if I have this right, Monty, you're staying up? Yeah. 
He's going to take first watch. So Lefty and Ernie, you two fall asleep. I assume, is there anything you want to do before bed? Uh, well, if I yank the guitar, I think while we're setting up camp, I think Ernie's trying to play the guitar. I don't know if he's any <laughs> good or has played before. I don't think I'm, any of us have proficiency, right? <laughs> do you have musical proficiency? No. Okay. <laughs> none, none of us can play the guitar. No, it's, it. it's probably it. yeah. trash. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a performance check with disadvantage. Okay, sweet. I already have a minus two. This is going to go gonna great. Be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Okay, that's a four. Could have been worse. Yeah, I mean, it was an 18 and a six. Oh, true, true. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, give me an arcana check. Ooh. Uh, that is a 20, not natural. As you play this guitar, you feel it almost enhance your magical ability. You get the sense that this guitar has the ability to aid you and your companions, but also the ability to take it away. And as a result, you also feel it shock you. <laughs> oh, fuck off, Jack Black. <laughs> it deals you one damage. And you thought there weren't any evil guitar players. It's an evil guitar, man. <laughs> but forget whoa, about whoa, the yeah. player. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. it. There's no evil guitar players. There's only evil guitars. Oh, okay. sure. Maybe the guitar is the villain, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> it possessed whoever played it, yeah. Oh, shit. I thought the mirror was bad. <laughs> <laughs> the guitar was behind everything. You feel this guitar have this energy pulse through it and in turn pulse through your fingers as you try to play and kind of shock you with this magic. The other folks just hear these awful guitar sounds. So that's pretty much it. <laughs> Monty wants to say something, but doesn't. He like He's just like, ah, you know what? Not the time. Uh, Jesus, Con, Ernie, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be a brutal legend. <laughs> <laughs> this guitar, it's a cherry wood guitar that has shimmering black strings, so it looks cool Ooh, as hell. Nice. Cool. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I wish I played the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys uh, fall asleep, Lefty and Ernie. Monty is keeping first watch. Monty, you doing anything on your watch? Yeah, so like, I think at first he's not far, but he's kind of patrolling a bit, just a little bit. That's cause, You know, that's what he's used to doing on his night job. But uh, after a while, you know, he keeps keeps thinking about the mirror and especially after seeing like Ernie butcher the guitar like he's he's remembering you know like Sam playing the guitar you know before he got malaria and died and then uh mm -hmm. he kind of feels something come over him and he's like well you know what like, I ain't gonna follow no dead man down the tunnel but I mean it couldn't hurt just to look one more time and he pulls out the mirror and looks in it you see a very animated Sam and Ben behind you jumping up and down and gesturing with their hands for you to follow. In which way are they gesturing? Towards the hatch. Well, I know, I know you want me to go down the hatch, boys, but I mean, you've gone somewhere I can't follow, and do you know that? Okay, here's a question for you, Tom. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, t tell me if there's any truth to this. I guess I, I'm, I'm trying to picture a, a some sort of a hand signal that means like trust me, something that maybe you guys did in the line of duty when you were across the field uh, you couldn't see or you couldn't yell at them uh, but yeah they that, would... that makes sense I think that makes total mm -hmm. sense absolutely yeah something like and, and cross I think, my heart and I think or... of the two of them like Ben would be better with that stuff because Ben we as we I think we both discussed like Ben was a natural leader right so like I mm -hmm. think he'd be especially he'd be more quick to do that mm -hmm. Sam was more he was just good for morale he wasn't right. he wasn't and our best soldier along. he was just a dope right. guy you know right like you would call Sam a leader, but not like a not like a warrior leader, you know? 
right. would be a good leader, like in a business. Mm. That was a weird detail to add in. <laughs> that's flavor. That's flavor. <laughs> so Ben crosses his heart. I guess that's my gesture that I've come up with. If sure. You don't yeah, know. yeah. Whatever yeah. works. Yeah. Easy. Ben crosses his heart, points to you and your companions, and gestures to follow him. I mean, you never led me astray before, but. And I do feel inclined to follow you, but how do I know you are what you appear to be? And how do I know that we shouldn't wait till the morning? He kind of shrugs at you. I know you can't answer me, but I just want you to understand. Uh, he takes off his hat and puts it on his heart. Look, I, I really do want you boys to find peace, whatever's happened to you, but I also need to think about, you know, what we were taught. Some of those things Sergeant said, and uh, he would have... Well, you know what he always said about following dead men, and I will go down that tunnel, and I will find whatever is at the end. But right now, I need to watch my friends while they sleep, and I think you two understand that, and then first thing tomorrow, we do whatever needs to be done. You actively see them sigh, I guess you can't hear it. But yeah, but I would I would be able to tell when yeah, no exactly. Yeah. For sure, yeah. And ultimately nod and then they lie down on the grass beside you. And then I I put the mirror away again. Mm-hmm. And then I do nothing exciting for the rest of the night. I, I do like keep watch and all that, but but nothing okay. especially exciting. Mostly just pondering, thinking about, you know, old times. Okay, and then so I assume how this nightly watch would work is everyone takes a four hour shift and you guys sleep for this like twelve hours essentially. Yeah. That that is my yeah. Like I've I almost never see like people go through that, but that in my opinion is just like clearly the move. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like That's yeah. what I was thinking too, for the record, yeah. But also okay. randomly when you get to like high level D and D, the fact that like first watch can kind of get some stuff done in there too. Same with like last watch. Like it, it works well for everyone, I think, that system. But sorry, for sure. Continue, yeah. So you guys, uh, you guys all uh, take your turns keeping watch, taking your rests. Somebody takes the four-hour beginning, four-hour end shift to sleep. You guys do all short rest successfully. Nice. Uh, I'll take this opportunity to remind listeners that we are adopting a an eight-hour short rest system and a kind of a a weekend long rest system. Something that we're trying out. Unless we level up. Unless we level up. Anyway, we, we're kind of making it up as we go <laughs> yeah. along. No, but legit, that's like a great mm-hmm. addition, I actually do think. That's like such a reasonable one to t- toss in there. Mm-hmm. So so you guys have successfully short rested. I will also note that through the night, you'll notice all three of you, toward the end of your shift, the thunderous sounds seem to be getting louder. Not dramatically. Again, it's not something you noticed immediately, but... It's something that kind of sticks in your head. And especially after talking to Tom DeLong about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Especially after talking to Tom LeDong about it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you guys have this this memory and you're kind of thinking about this rumbling and you do recognize that it's been getting louder. Which kind of would, would mess with Monty a little bit. Like he can keep us calm because he, he is in he's in a decently calm space, but he probably lights up at least one cigarette throughout that just remembering you know like artillery shells so you guys get up in the morning you're making breakfast what's going on monty's like weirdly silent. not weirdly because he's he's silent often but monty's silent the next morning for sure oh my friend i I think enough time has passed that i can take that mirror back if you like i I think it'll be fine for now uh and that's all i say he like looks like he's gonna say more but then he doesn't 
I think this uncharacteristic response from Monty is enough to make Ernie not say anything about it. And then even to try to change the subject, because like it's kind of quiet, goes like, How'd you sleep, Lefty? Uh, I know you had last watch. I hope everything went all right. Uh, yeah, no, I slept like a baby. I feel great. Uh, things have been getting a little noisier, though. I'm sure you guys have noticed. Yeah, that thunder sure is ominous. Has it stopped by now, though, like once the morning comes? Or is it still going? It has gotten quieter in the daytime. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I can still hear some light rumbling, but it seems to have calmed down just a little bit. Hopefully that's a good omen of some kind. Uh, maybe, but I think we should get out of here as soon as we can, just to try and beat it, you know? I, I agree, friend. I think we should head back down this hatch here and get back in that tunnel as soon as we can. And then I finished my roasted sausage. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I do think Ernie tries to play the guitar one more time, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ernie, give me a performance check with disadvantage. Oh, no. It's a two this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think very quickly, not like rapidly, like, so I don't know if the effect like ha- would happen first, but like, it's if it's a two, like at some point, Monty literally just like grabs it from you. <laughs> goes like, look, friend, I, I appreciate you trying to cheer us up, but I mean, I never learned to play this guitar here either, but I mean, what you're doing is just maybe practice some other time. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. <laughs> but then absentmindedly, he, try, he starts trying to play like the song Sam played the most frequent, which I assume is performance with disadvantage. Yes. Okay. It is a 10. Is, is the lower of the two. Hey. Um, okay, so, so not terrible, uh, but not first good, yeah. of all, Ernie, you try playing this guitar. Again, this this kind of magic energy, you feel the pulse of this magic, and it shocks you again for one damage because I've uh, rolled again poorly, which is good for you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You're very welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Monty, you've... Uh, give me an Arcana check. Uh, yeah, sure. This one will not be as good. <laughs> Oh, no, that's actually, what is that? That's a 16. <laughs> I, rolled oh, nice. seven, I rolled a 17. Monty, you feel the pulse of this magic flow through you, and you think it it might have something to do with your visions of Sam. Yeah, Monty would definitely, like, attribute it to that. Even if the evidence isn't leaning that way, that's definitely, I think, how he would interpret it. Yeah, you, you feel this kind of, like, cold shiver flow through your body as you're playing this guitar uh, pretty mediocrely not uh, like passable for the song that you're thinking you're playing yeah i'm picturing like someone who's like like he he does like not the worst job but it was really like he messed up a few notes it was really slow and like nothing. yeah he was playing at a slower slower rhythm Mm -hmm. than normal yeah um and you you play this guitar and you feel this cold shiver of magic pulse through you and then i think he like gets a little weird again and kind of goes uh you know, maybe uh, you're lefty. Why don't Why don't you hang on to this for now? As he kind of just holds it out to you, but he doesn't make eye contact. Uh, yeah, I'll take it from him and like strap it onto my back or whatever. Ernie's trying really hard not to be offended by the fact that Monty <laughs> has just stripped him of all his magical privileges, like in the, <laughs> in the last twenty four hours. Well, especially because you have no idea why. Like, it's obviously right. they were for yeah, different and reasonable reasons, but it's like this guy just doesn't want me to have any fucking magic. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck the mirror. Fuck the yeah. Dude. yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's get moving. I guess before you guys leave. 
You take a look at the city. Does anyone want to give me a perception check? I wouldn't this time because Monty was very distracted all morning, but but yeah, but good call, yeah. I would, yeah. Uh, a 19. I'll just use my passive. Nice, good call. Yeah, Ernie, you see... A purple aura descend upon the city. <laughs> that It is what you see. Not quite like that, but you do see coming out of the train station is this uh, from this distance almost looks like just a blob of purple <laughs> oh fuck gentlemen look it seems as though the purple tons have arrived Monty doesn't spit but he looks <gasps> <laughs> and Monty opens the hatch and, and for he doesn't usually do this but he starts going first and feel free to pause if anything happens all the way but I would go first until we get to where we left off and then it would probably pause. But if anything happens before then, cool. But like, that's where I would make my first stop. Yeah. Personally. Um, and if nobody else has anything to add, you guys make your way through this tunnel, through this room, through the tunnel, and get to that same point where you guys left off yesterday. And at that point, I hesitantly take out the mirror again. Are you looking in front of you or behind you, I guess? Behind. Like, like I'm literally holding it out to look at it like a normal mirror for a second. Like I'm not doing, I'm not doing what Ernie was doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with the, like I'm literally just taking out to look normally. So then you, you just see Tony behind you and your two friends, Ernie and Lefty, in these like silhouettes almost. Makes sense. I mostly just want to look at Sam and Ben. Okay, so as you turn to see their expression, they look more. Uh, why don't you give me an insight? Right? Yeah, reasonable. Oof, that's a six though. <laughs> you see that they're trying to hurry you along, but that's really all you can glean from this. I kind of mutter like, "I know, I know," and then, but I but I kind of look into the river again, and then I kind of look back and say, uh, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can to help you boys find peace, but uh, I think I'm gonna give the mirror back to Ernie now." Never before in my life have I wanted to change the rules I've set up myself as a DM because <laughs> I feel so. Like I feel so bad for Monty, man. No, this is this is great, bro. This is fucking awesome. This is this is the most fun I've had in a session. But yeah, he does linger in silence for a moment and then kinda kinda goes, Alright, Ernie, why don't you uh take the lead again? I I think we're on the right track. I think Ernie shows a previously unseen amount of respect for this handoff. I don't know, in terms of like reverence. Like, he's very gentle with the mirror just because there seems to be something going on with Monty. But either way, he grabs the mirror and continues along the path. So you guys continue down this path. You see the light has kind of filled this tunnel again. You see another beacon of light in front of you some ways down the path, which you assume to be another one of these landings, I'm going to call them. It seems to be that kind of a pattern for a while. You come upon these landings, you're taking breaks in between, uh, and sure enough, as you approach closer and closer to what seems like a never-ending cycle of these, you hit this different one. You see that the tunnel bends towards the river in that direction up ahead. As you guys approach this bend, you hear a more vigorous rush of water. And as you turn the corner, you see this landing sits behind a waterfall. And it's some ways in the distance, probably about 100 feet. You guys approach, I assume? Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. You see a railing similar to the other ones. And you can almost see through the waterfall to see the city, but it's pretty difficult at this point. And Ernie, as you look in the mirror, you see that they're gesturing to this. uh, Sorry, I should say the tunnel seems to stop here. It kind of does uh, like almost like a cul-de-sac thing at this point. Okay. And you see that they're gesturing to the center of this cul-de-sac. Yeah, which I I think Ernie would walk to. As you scan with the mirror behind you, you see this giant tower. Hmm. Interesting. I don't see that, but out of character, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Ernie would proceed to, like, the middle of the cul-de-sac, if you will. And almost out of nowhere, you see a miniature version of this same tower in front of you. It's almost like you took a step and this thing appeared. Do we see that tower or no still? Yes. Now hold on, what's what's that up there, friends? Looks a bit strange. No, sorry, This the, you see the mini tower. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about, exactly. Because okay. I feel like a okay. mini tower would look even stranger, you know what I mean, if anything, like, yeah. And wait, yeah. Is, is the mini tower, like, right in front of us, or, like, where? Yes, that's right. Almost dead center of this cul-de-sac. Hmm. In fact, if you got a measuring tape out, you would say it's precisely <laughs> dead center. Uh, I'm not sure what magic is afoot. And when, uh, when you say a mini version of the tower, sorry, because like a tower is like, you know, 100 feet tall or whatever. Is this like, you know, 10 feet tall or is it like? Yeah, um, it's not 10 feet, uh, but uh, it is an excellent question. Because admittedly, I'm picturing like a miniature village tower. No, it's bigger than that. I'm going to say it's about three feet tall. Oh, okay. Then I definitely would. No, no, but that's that's because you could argue that's still like a miniature village tower. I would have still said it was strange then for sure. It's definitely miniature. It's definitely strange. Yeah, yeah. Like a miniature village tower is still a tower within the miniature village. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Checks out. Yeah, I think Ernie is immediately trying to like use his knowledge of magic to take a look at what the hell this is, you know? Okay, Ernie, why don't you give me an investigation check? Yeah, I'm just going to go with my passive 18. Okay. You notice that this tower looks like a bigger version of this mini tower. Fuck off. <laughs> but now you know. It's strikingly similar. And as you look at the differences between the two towers, you find it hard to come up with any. You look closely at the big tower in the reflection, and you see the words written above the door, Spiridian Manor. And then something written in a font that you can't read underneath. As you look through the front window of the manor, you notice that there are several objects on a table in the room. You see a small flat ring, a skeleton key, an intricate knife, a length of rope, a treasure chest, a rustic leather hat, a small spittoon, and a full-sized mirror beside the table. As you look at this miniature tower, you see a tower with five floors, each of which having an open window. And as you look in the main floor of this miniature five-story tower, you see a door with five identical objects on a smaller scale, save for the full-sized mirror. 
Okay. Um, I think I would slowly approach the tiny tower. The not-so-tiny tower, I guess. Tiny for a tower. Yeah. Yeah. What do you make of this, Lefty? Uh, so yeah, like immediately when we got into the cul-de-sac, Lefty would have went up to the mini tower and he would have, I don't know, looked in the windows or whatever. Okay, give me an investigation check. I'll also say, Ernie, with yours, uh, that you do see Ben and Sam pass through the door and enter. The big tower? Big, yes, the big tower. Technically, that does make more sense, though. But it is good to clarify when there's two towers, for sure. You see them approach the mirror and kind of point at the mirror. Yes, uh, the the two people inside of the mirror seem to have wandered into a, a large tower. And again, I think this is before Ernie has realized that there's this tiny tower like here, you know. Um, and uh, there seem to be some objects on the, on the ground floor. They're pointing at the mirror. I'm unsure what to do. And then I would uh, drop the mirror down and like look in front of me and assume be surprised by this tiny tower. Lefty. Uh, Investigation is 16. Nice. Lefty has discovered the same objects on a miniature table inside the miniature ground floor of this tower. Do you see a mirror inside, friend? Well, let me have a look. I I will also say (laughs) that you notice that each of these floors of this tower has kind of like a a window, which there are five floors on this tower. Okay? You see all of these items except for the mirror. You see a table with a miniature small flat ring, a miniature skeleton key, a miniature knife, a miniature length of rope, a miniature chest, a miniature leather hat, and a miniature spittoon. And that is where we're going to end our session. Two towers? You sure there isn't a third tower that you just don't want us talking about, Detective? I mean, he's telling the story. He could have said two or three. Like, why would he just omit a third tower. Well, obviously there isn't one anymore. Stop overcomplicating my story, Jimothy. There were only two towers. One, count them, was miniature, and one was ghostly. Wait a minute, ghosts? Have you guys been talking about ghosts while I was gone? Why, yes, Polkadot. Our three heroes have been following two ghosts towards two mysterious towers. And three... Count them. Plus two, plus two is seven. He's mocking us right to our faces. It's a classic big piece flex. That's how cocky these bastards are. Okay, great, but back up to the ghosts uh, so I can catch up and for no other reason. How common are these magic ghost mirrors exactly? Well, not very common. After all, many ghosts don't want to be seen by those on all sides of the circles. Oh, how convenient that your made-up ghosts don't want to be seen by anyone. I mean, I don't see how that's any different than this imaginary big piece fish cult that no one's seen. Only because all of you won't open your goddamn eyes. But if you would open your eyes in front of one of these magical mirrors, Jimothy, perhaps you'd learn more about big piece than you bargained for. Whoa. Did he just admit Big Piece is real? Holy shit, not you two. It's probably a trick. He's controlled opposition, trying to distract you all with fake ghosts. 
claiming there are only two towers. Or maybe you're the distraction, Jimothy. So deafened by your own trumpet that you can't hear the footsteps creeping up behind you. And maybe you're so focused on what you think I'm trying to find that you've paid no mind to what I've already found. After all, when you look to the lost and the found, you only see the lost that hasn't been found by the person who was looking for it yet. There's a very short window for others to see. Or maybe the window was a one-way mirror all along. Wouldn't that mean that every mirror could be a one-way window too? Well, yes and no. Every and any aren't the same, you see, because a possibility is not a certainty. Or else you wouldn't be caught up in this struggle. And then maybe you wouldn't need a detective like me. Or maybe you don't, and maybe Big Peace has already won. But even if so, then I can't see any reason not to keep telling our story. Because you're gonna love how this one unfolds. Okay, but is anyone else getting a suddenly sinister vibe? 